Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Hello, and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. This is Adventures with Outdoor Woman, and here's your host, this is Susie Roloff. Hey guys, and welcome back to another Adventures with Outdoor Woman episode, and I'm your host, Susie Roloff, and today I have an epic guest. Miss Jessie Mitchell out of her sweet minibus in Kentucky. Jessie, say hello and welcome to the show. Hey guys, thank you for having me. You're welcome. So yeah, if you guys don't know uh, Jessie Mitchell, uh, she recently went through a transformation and is now living out of a little mini short bus um, that she converted herself with, I think, with a help from her dad, if I remember right. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, so yeah, she's been doing that. But uh, enough of me talking. So uh, Jesse, I'll kind of uh, let you kind of run the show because this is about you. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's hear about, you know, you know, who you are, and uh, kind of how you got into like kayak fishing, and how you got into the bus life and the uh, yeah, let's go from there. Okay, well, for starters, I'm Jesse and 31 years old, I'll be 32 this July. And for the past 10 years of my life, I've been working in the Department of Corrections. And after 10 years, I quit as a sergeant. And with a very demanding job and hardly any flexibility with my life, I constantly crave that. So about three years ago, I went through a bit of a rough divorce and wanted to just start all over, be fresh and find something where my heart was in because I was so focused on my family. And it was now time to focus on me. 
So I had a good friend of mine um, introduce me into um, bass fishing. I had already bought my little Hobie and I had no idea at the time what I even had. I just knew I loved that kayak and I wanted to be on the water as much as possible. So he's like, hey, why don't you uh, come out and fish and I'll show you a few little lures and things that we can do and techniques and just see how you like it. Because he knew I loved fishing to begin with, but I had never bass fished in my life. And I was like, oh, you know, it'll, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyhow, long story short, about three weeks after I started bass fishing, I fished the Hobie Bass Open and Kentucky Lake three years ago. And I was like, what am I doing here? Oh, my God. I loved it. And I loved being around all the people and everyone was so friendly. And then I started joining the KBF online challenges and we would go out and fish and just have a good time. And during that time with traveling, I was actually sleeping in my little SUV I had bought. And being in that tiny little space, I was actually kind of comfortable, but I was like, I've got to have something bigger and better. And with a little bit more of my past, I was an army brat. My dad retired after 20 years. And um, I always had the just heart to travel. We always camped since I was a little bitty girl and traveled all over the United States, out of the country, Germany, Berlin, Hawaii. I mean, you basically name it. Wow. We, um, many, many places. I've actually traveled more outside of the States than I have inside. So I always wanted to do that. Well, then the next year, after my first year of starting kayak bass fishing, I decided to just go guns a blazing. I took five months off of work. I had a 10 years worth of sick time built up. And I actually got really sick with Rocky Mountain spotted fever. And so with that, I kind of extended my time a little bit, but I didn't want to be at work. It was a very demanding job and they expected you to not have a life at all. So basically I was working pretty much 18 hours a day, seven days a week, 16 to 18 hours. It was just the same song and tune every day and so much stress and hardly any freedom. So anyhow, I got a really big hunger in my heart when I started traveling around last year to all these tournaments. Well, I ended up hitting 15 different states in that five months. And I wow. thought, I thought, I've got to do this. This is like my passion. This is my heart. Well, then reality set back in and I had to go back to work. So, and it just got worse and worse and more shorthanded. And on the weekends, we would have to go to a different prison or institution and work our days off mandatory, had no choice and you weren't getting vacations. And so super long story short, I started looking into um, traveling little videos on YouTube because everybody's like, you should start up a YouTube channel and, or do some blogging or something like you're a girl. There's not many girls out there doing it by themselves. And I'm not the one to really be in front of a camera at all. So I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I was watching all these YouTube channels and one of them come up as um, this couple living in a short bus. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's perfect for me. I don't have to worry about pulling a camper. I can still pull my kayak on the back of it. And so it took off and I shopped online for a good year and a half to two years for one. And finally found this one, a guy right up the road. He was an hour and a half from me. Had this little bus, and he already had the outside painted, the seats removed, and I didn't have to do too awful much of the actual, like, hard, hard labor of it, and dirt cheap with hardly any miles, and I thought, I'm jumping on it, I'm doing it, and it just took off. 
And so two weeks after I converted it into this little tiny home, I took off to Canada with a friend of mine and went and stayed up there to fish the Hobie Bass Open up there on Lake St. Clair. And then when I came back home, I took a pretty, about a week and a half vacation. And then it was going to be my last little hoorah. So I wanted to make it count. <laughs> and then I came back the long way home and hit up a bunch of uh, caves and waterfalls and the natural bridge and then came on back home. And then here I sat again at work, working, you know, 16, 18, 18 hour days. And so finally I woke up one morning and I decided I'm not doing this anymore. I can't see myself waking up every day doing the same craziness for 15 more years. And if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. I'm not married. I don't have any kids. And I, I quit my job. I'm in the process of selling my home and my land and got rid of all my stuff. And now I'm living super tiny and I love it. Having a ball, meeting some amazing people, seeing amazing things, fishing different little lakes and just, I'm not so much into the tournaments right now because I've just been trying to get settled, but just even pleasure fishing and going out and not having the pressure right now and just truly enjoying the freedom has been so rewarding. Oh my gosh. That's wow. <laughs> that is crazy and awesome all at the same time. I mean, that's a huge transformation. I mean, you know, who, who can, you know, say, yeah, I just up and quit my job and did what I always wanted to do. You know, I mean, it, it takes a lot of guts to, to be able to do that. So. I went from a, I went from a 1800 square foot home and plenty of land in the countryside to approximately 80 square feet right now. <laughs> wow, that's that, that's a huge transformation. <laughs> it makes you realize what what really really matters to you and what really just the little things you need. You don't need much. Right. And it's and, been humbling. Right. And just, you know, how much stuff, you know, there is too. Like I remember you were posting um I think it was like back in September if I remember right. You had like six or seven garbage bags of like clothes and stuff like that. Right. Crazy. And I'm thinking one person and it was like the more room you had, the more you felt obligated to fill it. And then when you can free yourself from all that, it's it's I mean, it's just you feel like a whole new human. Like, I don't even know how to describe the feeling, but it was a great feeling. Just a cleansing of just the ridding of the trash of your life. It was great. Right. Yeah. That's wow. That is unbelievable. So some of the places that you were able to travel to last year, um, what were some of those highlights? Uh, What were your favorite places that you went to? My favorite one that I went in the bus um, would probably be, I actually went to Current River in Missouri. Ah. The funny thing was, is I lived in Missouri for seven years and had never been to Current River and it was not very far and it was a family trip. And of course my family's dear to me and we all went and everybody was like, can I check out the bus? Every little gas station I stopped at, people would be like, do you care if I look inside? And I'm like, sure, come on. Like everyone that I've ever been around, everybody's like, do you really live in that? Like, can I see inside? And so just even meeting people like that's been great. But that I would say just the current river, just because it was a, it was one of my, my first trips from, besides Canada. Of course, that one was fun and scary as can be. <laughs> this vehicle, this thing is huge. I traveled, I think it was like 14 hours straight 
And it was, that one was intense, but the current river was just fun and just free and did a little bit of fishing, caught some smallies in the river. It was fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've taken some family, well, uh, not necessarily family trips, but uh, I went on the current river a few times with some work friends as like some weekend getaways and whatnot. So, and it's always been a fun time. So I can relate to the current river. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> so now is the bus, is it a gas bus or is it a diesel? It is a gas bus. Okay, okay gotcha. Yeah. I didn't, um, I didn't want to worry about diesel because to be honest with you, my uncle has a Tahoe and I'm a female through and through when it comes to mechanics. And, um, I, I was talking to him about it and he said, listen, this bus has the exact same motor as what I have. And he's really good on cars. And I thought if I was to break down, don't make fun of me for saying this. If I was to break down, I at least know some redneck guy that is good at mechanics or something. Surely somebody can help me get off the road. And I, and then I, thought it would be much easier to find a mechanic that way versus a diesel mechanic so I went the gas route yeah that's probably a smart idea too and I know you've also got a um like a motorcycle on the back too I do I went and bought a little dual sport so I could ride it where I'm from is from western Kentucky it's um about a little town called Katawa and it's literally I'm about five miles from Lake Barkley and about 12 miles from the Kentucky Dam. So oh, nice. So when the Hobie's held there, it's dear to my heart because I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody's at my house. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of fun, but yeah. Right. So now where are you currently stationed? Are you staying in like a campground? Are you staying at families? Where where are you like where's I guess is there like a home for you besides in your actual bus? I I'm actually now at a campground. Um I, with this coronavirus and stuff going on, it kind of played a little bit of a damper in my plans when I quit because, you know, two months or two weeks later, they announced, you know, that we were going on quarantine and everything was shut down. So that really played a big factor in my traveling plans, but it's all in God's work. Like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I actually found out, um, got a little bit bored during the quarantine. So I went out and looked for a job just to might as well make some income while I'm kind of stationary um for the time being and uh I actually start tomorrow so <laughs> that's awesome yeah. I'm at a campground it's a um little bit about 40 minutes east of um Louisville 45 minutes so I'm still kind of in like my I, it feels like home to me because I'm still kind of in the country and I'm lakefront and it's it's been good and amazing people I've met along the way so it's been it's been humbling for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. So now as far as like the bus goes, so do you have, I, I know from pictures and whatnot, it looks like you've got like maybe an air conditioner and or a heater in there. I do have a heater. I don't have an air conditioner yet. Um, actually, these wonderful people that I met down here, I was talking about getting an air conditioner and they went out and bought me one. Oh my so gosh. That's such, these are the most remarkable people I've ever met. And they're just constantly like buying the dog treats and Aww. just always offering food or drinks or just company and just sit around campfires and singing or going out in the bank and fishing with them and teaching them little things. It's just been, it's been wonderful. I'm not kidding. It's been the biggest joy of my life. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. So now, um, Let's see here. When it comes to like other, um, I guess, like an anonymities 
in the bus. I know you've got a sink and everything. Um, so do you, um, I may not know a lot about like, you know, RVs and campers and stuff like that. So do you have to like, uh, fill like a water tank on it and whatnot? I have a, um, underneath, I have a twin bed that's over here. And underneath the twin bed is a 30 gallon water tank. And I went and bought a um, 12-0 RV pump. Now I originally started out with a cheaper pump and don't waste your money on a cheap one. If you're going to get one, you might as well go ahead and get the big boy because they usually, they usually will burn up. And that's exactly what mine did the first time I used it. So I upgraded the pump and it runs off just a little 12 volt battery that I charge up maybe once a month. It lasts oh, wow. for forever. And um, actually, surprisingly, I'm extremely cautious on how much water I use. And um, like, for instance, brushing my teeth, I don't, run the water while I'm brushing my teeth. Usually I'll just take a bottle of water that I open up in the morning. Uh, as soon as I wake up, I'm thirsty. So I'll open up a bottle of water, sprinkle it on my toothbrush and brush my teeth like that. Instead of wasting so much water, it literally takes a splash of water to do, to brush your teeth. It's not that bad. Right. But what I have also is um, what you're sitting on right now is a butcher block countertop that I had bought off a discount store and a large undermount sink. So that way, if I needed to, I can wash my hair in the sink. And then I bought a faucet that has one of those long spraying nozzles on it. So I can rig it up and um, use the magnets to put a shower curtain around the roof of the bus. And I can wash the rest of my body off if I have to, which luckily I have not had to resort to that. I've always been able to find showers and stuff pretty easy. Any kind of truck stop. Oh, and of course, the campground has one here, too. And then... At the end of my countertop, I have my own little DIY composting toilet that I made, basically just for emergencies. But I have luckily in since last year, I've never used it. So it's just one of those things you never know if you might get sick. So it's nice to have the comfort of knowing you have something here. But luckily, anywhere you travel, anywhere you drive, there's always a bathroom. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And <laughs> <laughs> right yes yes they're always useful really quick in a bus yep <laughs> so it took you what approximately two weeks to to build your bus two weeks luckily now i the guy that i bought it from luckily he removed the seats and put a floor in and um just very simple flooring so that would have probably took me an extra week to do so if someone was to get an actual true bus, and but this was round the clock working too, um, and I made mine very simple. I didn't do, I didn't run a bunch of wiring. I just did mine very simple and easy because I wanted me not knowing how to do too awful much. I wanted it to where when I'm out on the road and something's wrong, I know how to fix it and I, I'm capable of fixing it. So it has a little mini fridge and it's enough to hold the beer that I drink from time to time. <laughs> little snacks nice. so yeah it's not too bad that's good so what where does all your power run from right now i'm on shoreline and oh, okay. um, for that um i was running off of a generator but to be honest with you um when i was doing all my traveling last year or what we'll, we'll say last year prior to january um I really didn't use that much electricity. I had um, battery operated little uh, magnetic um, lights, which you will find when you live in a bus, hooks and magnets are your best friend. 
So I would have these little magnetic lights. And when I bought them, I had no idea they were magnetic. Had a little Velcro on the back. Um, as a matter of fact, that's what these are. Oh. And they're just they're just super simple. You just flip them on. They're the greatest thing ever. You can move them around. It's wonderful in the middle of the night if you can't, you know, find your bearings. Oh, wow. And, and um, the main thing I had to charge, everything was 12 volt, like GoPro or my phone or my earbuds. Um, I, and I would just plug that into the little 12 volt outlet on the bus and charge mm -hmm. my phone. So I really didn't have to worry about electricity for the longest time. Now, when I moved into it full time, of course, I wanted to have some electricity. I had the generator at the time, but to be honest with you, I didn't use that that much either. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely don't have a lot of, uh, um, I guess, you know, stuff to kind of worry about. You know, I mean, you're, you're minimal with your expenses, with, you know, your water use, your electricity use, you know, and probably, you know, your food consumption and everything, too, you know. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. My gosh, that's <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> so and I know you're fish out of a, a, what, a Hobie Pro Angler. I do. It is a... Um... I believe it's a 17 or 18. I can't even remember now. I think it's a 17. Right. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, nothing too crazy, too fancy. But, uh, yeah, um, I know uh, you'd recently changed your profile picture. Was Is that your personal best bass that you have up there? It is. Yes, yeah, that's 22 and, 22 and a half. 22 and a half, that's right. Yep. And would you say you caught it one? I caught it on a whopper plopper. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing was on Kentucky Lake, I caught it down by the um Moore's Marina. And um I when I was casting it out and it it was like um sunrise, so I couldn't quite see. And I seen this fish bust and was going after it. So of course I set the hook. Well, my first instinct was this is an Asian carp. I have hooked one of these nasty fish. And I don't want to bring this sucker in. And usually with any bass, even in treble hooks and all, I'm sticking my hand down there and getting it. I don't even worry about the net half the time. I want to get my hands on this fish. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm not touching this nasty, slimy thing. And I thought I foul hooked an Asian carp. And it was going crazy. And I'm just shaking still. Even though it's an Asian carp, I'm, I mean, my little pedals on the Hobie were going crazy. And I ended up netting it. And then when it got in the boat and the weight was flopping, because I've had Asian carp jump into the kayak multiple times. And I seen it flop. I was like, that's not an Asian carp. So I hurried up and hit my headlamp on and I lost it. I was like, oh my God. I mean, lost it. Jackhammer legs shaking. It was insane. It was the best catch. It was my, it, I'll never forget that one. And ironically, that very same day, was a, a year prior is when I caught my personal best and it was just like an eighth of an inch shorter than this one so oh. it it was a remarkable day it was a day to remember for sure right oh my gosh that's awesome that's so awesome um now I know uh, also looking at some of the things on your profile too you are um part of Yak Tribe I am I am. I love Yak Tribe. It's a great kayaking community. Um, they did, They were doing tournaments there for a while. They're kind of leaning off that right now. But basically, it's just a community where you can go on their website and join for free. And um, they have wonderful sponsors that we're affiliated with as well. Um, o Mills being one of them. 
And if anybody's ever tried O'Mills, they definitely, or haven't tried them, they definitely should. It's super easy. Love it. It's one of the best kayaking meals you can have if you want a hot meal for sure. Because everybody gets tired of the Vienna sausages and peanut butter crackers after a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can get on there. And the great thing about them, um, they're very Christian-based. Heath is a wonderful guy who is the founder of Yak Tribe. And I love him dearly and his beautiful family and three little boys. But you can get on their website and join um, for free. And anywhere you're traveling, any lakes, you can get on there and see where people are at and hit them up and say, hey, you know, I'm going to be in for the weekend at this place. Do you know any good spots to start out at or would you like to meet up? And um, so it's super simple that way. People have never met you, you know, before. You know how the kayaking community is anyways. Everybody's a huge family even if they've never met you before they welcome you in with open arms and that's basically what yak tribe is it's none of the you don't have to have the fanciest boat or all your wonderful you know electronics and the perfect rod rods and reel company you know and all these sponsors it's just humble let's get out here and fish get back to the roots and just get out there and have some fun teach people how to fish teach people how to kayak and i just i love those guys they're great that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, sounds like a great company. So yettribe.com. Uh, give them a check out today. They're also on Facebook. Um, you can check them out and follow them on there. Um, any other um, like shops or sponsors or anything that you're involved with? I'm not so much anymore. Um, I do a little bit of affiliation with O'Neill's. Um, not, they're not necessarily a sponsor, but I do do a couple little incentives with them. And um, I have a buddy back at home that um, has still been supportive of me, even though I haven't been doing um, tournaments in the past year. But uh, his name is Chris Pack, and he makes um, handmade holsters for guns. And so I always, some of the guys that I'll meet, I always, you know, show them, hey, check this out. And he can custom make any kind of gun holster you want. Um, great guy. Really good guy. And um, uh, a local guy back at home who does um die safe mark menendez and he fishes pro and so i always you know introduce that kind of stuff to him it's dips for uh colors and scents oh nice uh, yeah and that's really about it i mean i i've kind of drifted away from everybody else and um but they're still supportive as can be and still will message me and ask how i'm doing and i'm sure they would be supportive again once i get once I get settled a little bit, and especially after this coronavirus, I know everybody's at a halt with that. Um, but yeah, I'm sure once I get going again, they'll be right there supporting me again. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, speaking of, you know, kind of at a halt right now, um, I know you did have some plans uh, for traveling this year, but uh, once uh, things do kind of go back to normal, what are your plans for this year? Well, now that I've kind of decided to start this little job to have a little bit of income in, I haven't been working basically since February, and I didn't want to dwindle my accounts down so much, so I thought, we're kind of at a standstill, so I took this other security job based off of my background in, you know, the Department of Corrections, so what I will be doing is joining, this is going to be a little temporary job, um, I'll be going to working work for, sorry, I'm stuttering, Sunbelt Rentals, and um, totally different, totally different career paths, but the great thing about it is um, I'm hoping to get towards Colorado, and they have, they have 
they're nationwide. So any openings that they have, I can just travel onto that one or travel onto this one. And so that's what my plans and I'll still be able to work. I'll be able to fish different states, meet different people, still travel different states like I'm wanting to and still kind of have that income, but yet still feel like I'm traveling. So that's that's what my big plan is. And that hopefully that'll start within, I think, around August. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Nice, nice. Uh, do you have any place in Colorado in particular you're aiming for? No, nope, just wherever. I just- want to go i've never been and i'm ready to go oh man if you make it out there let me know i spent two summers out in keystone colorado beautiful out there in the summertime it's like a different world out there it just oh man just the scenery out there out there just uh, everything about colorado is awesome um friends already out there so that's I would like to go see them, but eventually I kind of want to make my way back up north and hit the northern Redwood Forest. That's oh. my ultimate goal. Oh, my, my God. That would be amazing. Yeah, like my one of my bucket lists is like California. Just like I'd love to spend a month out in California just oh, yeah. to explore it, you know. Well, if you're already out that way out east or what is out west, good <laughs> Lord. Even <laughs> I'm south and hit that place too, so why not? Right. I mean, try to do as much as I can. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. I mean, man, you you definitely got a plan and know where you're going and know what you're doing. You know, I mean, that's that's amazing. More power to you. You know, I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's been an awesome transformation for you. But, you know, it it probably wasn't easy. You know, I mean, It it was definitely not easy. It kept on. I kept on saying this is my bucket list. This is my bucket list. And like I was saying earlier, I woke up and I thought, can I do this for 15 more years? Well, in the same thought, I'm thinking, I'm my bucket list is never going to happen unless I just go do it. Like, what right. am I waiting for? Like, there, nothing is holding me down anymore. I, 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 like I said, I'm renting out my house right now in the process of selling it. And uh, I was like, there, nothing's stopping me. So why not just go? And I just finally, it's like, it's, my dreams are never going to come true unless I make them come true. So I left. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's right. That's um, and such a true statement right there. You know, I mean, your dreams aren't going to come true unless you make them come true. So, you know, much, much, uh, you know, respect for that, you know, and it, it's also been like a transformation for you, like weight wise too. I know you've lost quite a bit of weight in this process too. I have. I've lost a lot, a whole human. Uh, <laughs> technically 97 pounds and I'm trying to get this last little tin off so holy cow I feel wonderful it's been I'm just a whole entire new me so if anybody knew me last year I'm a totally different person (laughs) right yeah but I mean you know there's so many different ways you know you probably change but you know I mean you're probably still true to heart though you know I mean just you're you're your truthfulness, your honesty, your sincerity, and just your overall personality is just awesome, you know, and your picture taking, your picture taking too, like, I need to get some tips from you, because some of those photos that you do when you're out in the outdoors, and you kind of have that abstract photos of, like, the, the decayed bus that you took of, I mean, those were awesome. It's with my phone. Right? I, I, that's one of my secret passions not many people know about. My mom, she's always encouraging me. She's like, get this camera and go out there and take these pictures. Think what you can take with a good camera. And I was like, 
Well, you know, and I've already, I've always had a little artsy side of me. I do um, sketches and paint and music and all that stuff too, but I've always had the little artistic side of my brain work far better than my book side of the brain. So I was way more interested in nature and art and that kind of stuff versus schooling all day long. But Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, and I had, uh, with, uh, I was talking to some of the guys, too, that are part of the uh, Paddle and Finn podcast. You know, we'll talk about uh, the hosts that we have coming up and if, uh, you know, people have questions that they want to ask the host. And one of the guys that said, you need to figure out how she takes those awesome photos. I'm like, I'll point that out, too. <laughs> I guess I just get lucky. I just, just with my phone, I don't put in any special little settings on there. And then I do have a little editing um, thing on there that I'll do. And I'll put like, just a little bit of drama to it is what it's mm-hmm. called. Um, I think the, I think the app is called Snapseed. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll do a little bit of tweaking, like if it's a little bit too much shadow and I don't, I try my hardest not to over edit. That's one of my big pet peeves. Sometimes you can get carried away with it, but mm-hmm. that's my little secret. Basically, that's all I do. Right. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and I know uh, you've got uh, a companion that travels with you too, right? I do. I do. And she is something special. Um, I actually adopted her from the prison. She was a, uh, she was an abandoned dog and they had a dog program, which they still have it. They've had it for plenty of years. And um, yeah, she's snoozing right now, but she's mama's girl. She don't leave my side very often, but she's, I know everybody says their dog's the best, but I, I'm pretty partial to mine. Right. Yeah. And I know you've got uh, another one too, but uh, she's kind of older and staying with your mom. Yeah, she's she's old and she's we just let her do whatever she wants to and she can definitely do it over at mom's house. She has free range. She's never been on a leash and never really been on a lead. And when I go somewhere, she's so tiny, I'm scared she'll get run over. I've had a couple of dogs lost and it just terrifies me. And she's 14, doesn't have hardly any teeth. I think she's got three left. And oh my gosh. She sleeps all the time. She's great. And she's very happy with me. She's been with me her whole life, basically. I adopted her, too, when she was one. The same as my big dog with me, Lee. And um, we just felt that it was best right now for her to just kind of stay in her comfort. But she will be tagging along with me probably here in the next month or two once I get better settled with the job and the routine. And we'll see what goes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, let's see here, man. I had a good question for you and it has totally escaped my mind. Um, dang it. This happens every podcast I do. Like I'll start thinking of stuff as you're talking and everything. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, from your transition to, you know, a house to a bus, what things do you miss the most and what things do you miss the least? Oh, the one thing I miss the most is I do miss having a full, my personal full-size shower with all your stuff already in there. You know, you already have your shampoo, you already have your little loofah you're using or whatever, and you can just leave it, step out, dry off, hang your towel up, and you're done. The process of getting a shower and everything, it's not so bad, but um, it, 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 I do miss that. I miss having my own bathroom where I can take care of my business and I don't have to worry about packing a bag and (laughs) stuff. So it's more compact. And, um, that's what I miss the most. And 
my own washer and dryer. I <laughs> miss having a dryer is not so bad, but I miss being able to just, if I needed a t-shirt to like, say I wanted to go out on a date, which that doesn't ever happen, but say I wanted to go on a date or meet up with a friend or something, I could, if I wanted a specific outfit that I wore last week, it felt good and felt myself in it. I can go hurry up and wash that real quick. Well, now I've got to really plan my stuff out. You know, I've, in you recycle jeans. I'm telling you, you get good three days out of a pair of jeans when used to. I wear a pair of jeans and I just toss it in the quick wash and roll on. So I do miss that. Now, what I don't miss, and it, it can be a kind of a toss up. It may sound strange, but I miss, I don't miss how long it took me to clean the house. I mean, yeah. it seemed, it would seem like on my day off, I would have to set aside three hours to just do all my laundry because I was working so many hours and I was just in and out. So you just, you know, you're just picking up or you're just kind of tossing things and like running out the door and hoping you get four hours of sleep, get a quick shower and you're rolling out and also hoping you get to get a cup of coffee in the meantime. And so with this smaller area, it takes literally five minutes to clean the entire place top to bottom wipe it down Lysol and all I mean sweeping takes five seconds so it's that part is wonderful now one thing I will suggest if anyone is thinking about going tiny is um well not necessarily suggest just kind of keep in mind is that every little thing that you own and you have in your possession in your little quote-unquote tiny home everything has to have a home and storage is super key and it's even better if you have anything that you have with you in your possession if it has multiple purposes is 10 times better and so that's that's my little tip for living tiny is if you choose if someone is choosing which i've had so many people you know message me and ask me like what do you suggest with this or i'm i'm even trying to do like a truck camper what do you suggest with that and my biggest thing is is make sure everything has multiple uses and utilize every inch you can for storage because storage is huge you i mean when you get in a small area you realize okay well i need to store towels i need to store my shoes i need to store hoodies or jeans or food I mean toilet paper paper towels just little things that you have in your home everything's got to have a little place and you got you got to be really smart with it. it's kind of like working a jigsaw puzzle but it's after about it took me well even when I went up to Canada that first week it was simple I was like okay I got this this ain't this ain't that big of a deal right now where do you keep all your clothes I have a, well, I'll turn the camera. I have a closet right here. Oh, okay. I'll show you a little bit. I was going to say, so, yeah. oh, nice. Okay. So it's not so bad. Plenty of room for a girl. <laughs> and then, of course, um, underneath my couch, I don't know if you can see me now. Underneath my couch is storage. Now, it's not as much storage as most people would think because the wheel wells kind of take up a lot of room oh, yep. but it's a wonderful it's a wonderful place like if you have if you had like extra packs of baby wipes or um extra packs of paper towels that you can't really have out you can still kind of you don't have to worry about buying one thing at a time on those kind of items you can kind of keep a little bit stored for backup and then I have a little stool 
that I just got from Walmart and it's a little storage container and I keep like a couple extra cups in there and then I store all my like bath towels, kind of the bulkier items that you don't necessarily use every single day, but you still want easy access to. So, and then of course underneath the bed has the 30 gallon water tank, but I have a bunch of the tools and batteries and hoses and extension cords. Just, I call it the garage. Um, <laughs> and and that kind of stuff that you don't necessarily need, but it's essential too. So mm-hmm. nice, nice. Wow. Yeah. Interesting uh, tips to have for that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, what was I just going to say? Um, oh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I know you've got a, a kayak trailer that you use to pull your Hobie around. Um, was it challenge? Is it challenging to pull a trailer behind the bus like that? Yes, it is. <laughs> so scary, and that's why I had a, that's how that's why I had a friend with me um, right up to Canada because it was my first time driving a big. I mean, I went from a tiny little Ford Escape SUV like a little car, you know, it's tiny, so I can whip that, you know, Hobie with the trailer anywhere, and I can back it up like it's nothing. But this sucker, it has so many blind spots, and you're not used to looking at those little bug-eyed mirrors in the front, and that's all you got. <laughs> so one thing is essential is having a backup camera. But even that's tricky because backing in that big, backing in that trailer, launching that kayak, I found out real fast I wanted the landing gear wheels. So AJ, um, Christine Fisher's fiance. Um, had luckily had an extra set of wheels and I bought the landing gear off of him and that was like oh my gosh dude you just saved my life so thankfully I don't have to actually launch it with the bus anymore I just <laughs> pop that sucker off and roll it down and here we go so right yeah I know I yeah I invested in uh boondocks uh landing gear what was it two years ago on uh, one of my hobbies because I did the whole plug-in cart and everything they are so worth their weight in gold. Oh, I know, so right? worth their weight in gold. <laughs> it mounted. Just getting it mounted on there, like, even the trouble of that, it was worth it. Worth it. Yep, exactly. I know, yeah. It took me a little while to kind of figure it out, but I used, like, a ceiling fan chain to, like, pull that little um, metal mounting plate to hold it up in there while you're, like, trying to screw in the, the mounting screw. Just, yeah, there there was a lot of uh, <laughs> curse words at the it was hilarious comical watching me install that thing right yeah I was like a midget stuck in a trash can it was horrible right I had bruises like up on my upper arms because you know you're trying to like yeah it was terrible I was so sore the next day I thought somebody's beat me (laughs) right oh my gosh Oh, let's see here. Anything else about, um, I guess, like the, the bus and being minimal that um, maybe I haven't asked or touched on or that you want others to know? I think you've covered it pretty good. Yeah. Like I said, I said earlier, your best friends in a small area is going to be hooks, especially in a bus is going to be magnets. And you can't forget your hats. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I I really debated on putting my hat on because if anybody knows me I always have a hat on yeah 
Yes, Very do. rarely will you see will you see this mop down. It's just too much to handle. So I have about luckily, and that was one thing I wasn't gonna do without was my hat. So I have probably twelve with me. And I really debated on putting the hat on for this because I thought, well, most people ain't even gonna recognize me with my hair down. So <laughs> but no. Just whatever is your most convenient things make life easy on you. You don't need so much. You'd be surprised what little you really, really need. And storage is just key. Use your storage. Mm -hmm. Use every inch you got. Every little inch matters. It really does. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. and another tip is don't have a white comforter. <laughs> I have a white comforter right now, and it is no fun. It's no fun. Because I, I have to have my stuff just so-so. And you'll find out, you'll find real quickly when you live in a small space, you kind of start getting a little OCD. Like everything has to be just, like even these back pillows right here have to be positioned just right or I'm like not content. And so having a white comforter, it's not good. Darker colors are a little bit better unless you have a white dog. Well, yeah. <laughs> well one of your dogs is white though, right? Yeah, she's white and she's, she's a shedder. So that's not so, that's not so much fun in a small area, but I it just sweeping and like I said, wiping things down. It takes literally the whole place five minutes, and it's spotless, so it's not that bad. Nice, nice. That's the part. Right. Yep. Um, now, um, when it comes to um, I guess when you use water and everything, does it have like a reservoir tank that it uses like the uh, like the trash water um, or whatnot that oh, it goes into that you have to empty? Like a gray tank? Yeah, yeah. I kept that super simple too. I have a little five-gallon bucket under the sink, oh. and I and I use the biodegradable soap, of course, because people get all in a tizzy if you don't. Plus, I don't. I mean, I don't want to go around putting toxic chemicals out there. And so when it gets full, which is it takes it a while, and I'll dump it before it. I mean, it even hardly gets full just because I don't want the smell in there. I'm assuming if you let it sit for a while, you're going to start getting a little bit of an odor, especially if you have like um, sugary drinks that you're dumping down the drain or um, food or whatever. And so anyhow, when it gets about, you know, an inch or two in it, I'll just go ahead and dump it out. And it's, I didn't want to have to worry about running, drilling holes and running a tank and having to drive the bus up and empty it somewhere at a dump site. I didn't want to have to deal with any of all that. I just kept my stuff super, super simple. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Now, what about uh, cooking? Um, do you have like a little camp stove that you use or just campfire or? I, um, I got those little one pound propane burner, um, propane canisters, oh, yeah. like the little green ones. And um, I have a little one burner stove. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, I've used it and in, in, well, I've had it for a year. I bet you I've only used it maybe 10 times. I've cooked a few, like uh, I made a roast a couple of times um, just to have some real food. But to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not the biggest eater. And so I basically live off of snacks like tuna fish and string cheese and jerky and carrots and grapes and things like that. I don't, I don't really eat like big meals. I kind of just mm -hmm. snack all that. And so yeah. I have I have that in the mini fridge and it, I don't I, I don't mind it. Um, luckily, when I go home, my aunt loves to give me fresh farm eggs. So oh. I'll fix I'll fix me a couple of eggs and toss Lee one into every now and then, and uh, I'll do that from time to time. But the little one burner stove with the propane, it's last me. Well, I think the one pound's 
I think I'm still in the same one as last year. So that shows you how little I cook in here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you keep it pretty simple with food, you know, it, it, what I like to call like travel food in a sense, you know, it's not messy, it's simple, it's portable and it's easy. So awesome. Nice. I do have a small little charcoal grill and I'll grill on it every now and then. Sometimes oh, yeah. I'll eat chicken or go and grab me a steak every once in a blue moon. And so I like to do that outside, of course, as much as I can get outside, that's what I'd rather do. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, um, since um, since February and like since with COVID and everything, what else have you uh, been kind of doing in your downtime? Um, well, a little bit of the photography and mm-hmm. um, I was there for the longest time was doing a lot of hiking, especially out in LBL. Um, my family actually originated from there and there's so much history and beauty out there that people have never even seen. So I was doing a lot of that. Of course, fishing, you know that. <laughs> um, and spending time with the dog, meeting new people, traveling around and seeing little waterfalls and creeks and that kind of thing. Just just seeing the world, just seeing what's been around me. Right. Keeping my social distancing to a, to a pretty good, I don't know, a lot of us around here now have been under quarantine and they've been for so long that we still hang out and everybody's wanting to grill out and smoke something and uh, smoking Boston butts and and uh turkeys and all that kind of stuff so it's been it's been good i had to clarify on the smoking (laughs) 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 nice nice awesome awesome well gosh that is like that is an awesome life that you're living right now you know i mean i'm i'm happy to see where you've you know, where you've been going and how you've been doing. I know things were a bit of a struggle. We definitely missed you when you weren't able to make the women's event um, last fall, but we're hoping to maybe see you this year too. Fingers crossed. Yep. Yep. And that, you know, I mean, hey. Have they set the date for that? Yes. Um, that is, let's see here, September. Uh, hang on, I got to pull my calendar up here. That is... Usually I have these dates memorized. Uh, It is September 24th through the 28th. Down until then tomorrow. (laughs) Down on Table Rock. So, yes. I love Table Rock. I know. Yeah. Like, I haven't. I've been to Table Rock once um, on a family vacation when we went down to Branson, Missouri. But, like, I haven't been on it since. Um, So, It'll definitely be kind of like a new experience for me, but like I'm definitely excited for the event in general, you know, and hoping that you can make it so we can definitely see your bus and learn more from you about your minimalism and everything. Absolutely. Be awesome. Gas bill. (laughs) Right. Suck the gas down. Right. Yeah. How many how many miles per gallon does that thing get? To be honest with you, I'm not. 100% 100% certain, but I'm thinking it's around 12. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I mean, they got a pretty big gas tank in them, though. I mean, they'll last you for quite a while, though, won't they? Yeah, it's um a full tank when I fill up. Um, I can't remember what the gallons were. Like I said, typical female here. Um, <laughs> but about four hours and I got to fill up. I drive about four hours at about 65 mile an hour, and then I'll, I'll have to fill up again. So That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. So I'm going to guess, like, what? That'd be, what, like, maybe 400 some odd miles or something like that, maybe? Yeah, uh, uh, give or take, yeah. yeah. But, the I mean, if you look at it this way, I don't have to. I, 
I would pay twice as much more getting a hotel for a few nights. And I have my, I have my entire home with me. So, right. Yeah. And you don't have to stop for food or anything like that. Yeah. Right. Oh man. That is like living the dream right now. You know, like I've seen your, your bus transformation. And then, um, another buddy of mine, he, um, kind of like redid like one of those bigger um vans um kind of like a 16 passenger van but they take all the seats out and everything and then kind of just make the back into like a sleeping area you know and I've seen all these people you know making these like travel homes in a sense I was like man I really need to just like break down and do that because just like it would save so much money you really should and the bus and there I was going to do a van but the buses were just so much cheaper. And another thing I love about it is I do love the windows. I love not yeah. feeling it, like in a small area. I didn't want to feel so claustrophobic and the windows yeah. really make you feel like, especially when you can put them all down and open yes. up the back door. Um, I love opening up the back door, especially if I'm backed into the lake. It's wonderful. It's the prettiest thing to wake up to. Um, a lot of times I'll position myself where I can get the sunrise too. Oh. A sucker for that or the sunset whichever way I can get to most right. of the time I found it's a sunrise that I'm getting but it's great I'll fix me I did bring my k-cup machine my carry <laughs> got a hand your coffee yeah so I can pop that in real quick have me a cup of coffee and I'll sit there and kind of finish waking up and watch the sunrise and it's it's great it's so oh, much God. fun I love it I suggest everyone try it at least once in their life right I know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of those things that's been kind of building up on me. It's just, you know, the whole expense thing and whatnot, you know, it's just like, well, you know, (laughs) so, but, uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, anything else that you want to, uh, kind of highlight on or, uh, talk about or let people know about yourself or anything? Um, really the only, I, I really don't. The only thing I really have to say about it is I am so overwhelmed by the kind words and the support that I've been given. Um, I, I, and a lot of it is from the kayak bass fishing community or kayaking community in general, really. And everyone has been like, you go girl, you know, chase those dreams, way to go. You know, you're accomplishing things. Like I, um, admire you and it's just so it's so overwhelming just to see how kind and like genuine people really are they're like you know and I was kind of scared like especially meeting strangers I was so scared like not necessarily scared but you know you always want to like make a good impression and you always want to um, be accepted in, in, in some degree and I was nervous that people thought that I'm just some like dirty person like living in this bus like you're poor or you know you get you get your stereotypical things like are they on drugs they're just a hippie you know they're this they're that and yes and and it's sad it's sad because you can see how close-minded some of those people are but it was still a fear like am I going to be accepted out here in this wide world that I'm you know I'm solo I'm by myself and you know I still got to be protective of myself and you know take safety precautions and things like that. Yes. And I was very, very nervous about that, but I've just been so overwhelmed and it, it's complete opposite. I mean, I've met so many wonderful people everywhere I've been, like even just pulling up to a gas pump and they're like, Oh my gosh, that is so cool. And they're like, they kind of don't want to ask to look at it, but they're so interested in, and I always leave it wide open when I'm driving too. 
course, because of blind spots. And so they can see that it's a house in here and they, <laughs> and they can see the sink and the faucet through this right here at the driver window. And, and, um, so it's just that right there. I'm just so overwhelmed with just the acceptance and the non-judgmental, like I, all the things that I really feared, it's been quite the opposite. And it's just, it, I'm overjoyed with it. it I, I'm just overwhelmed with just the positivity that's come out of it. And it's just, I, I can't even explain what my heart and soul says. I, I mean, I've tried to do like short little blogs on my Facebook about it. And um, that's basically where I put everything. I, I, I don't try to get all in the hassle with everything else, but I do a lot on my Facebook and they'll take times and you can tell when I'm really humbled about something. And I'll really, I'll really try to go deep in it and like take my thoughts and like put it on paper. So basically I can go back and remember these moments mm -hmm. and I'm just like I said, I'm just overjoyed with it. It's just the most humbling thing in the world. Right. Oh, it definitely shows. It definitely shows. I mean, just like, you know, seeing you and hearing you talk and just watching you right now. I mean, you're just you're you're glowing of like energy and joy and happiness. And it's just like, you know, it's just so envious, you know, because it's just like, oh, my gosh, look at this amazing woman. You know, look at what she's done. You know, look at what she's gone through and look at what she's accomplished right now. You know, I mean, it's just it's so amazing, you know. I mean, like I, I look up to you in some ways too, because it's just like, my God, she she she's done this by herself, like by herself, you know. I mean, wow, that's just unbelievable, unbelievably awesome. So, well, I definitely hope to, you know, hopefully maybe see you in some travel soon once you know the whole crazy pandemic uh, gets. Uh, done and whatnot i know um today they just announced that all the state parks are finally opening on the 29th so i'm just like oh my god finally because <laughs> a few of the state parks i might have to just because quite a few there's a few of them around where i'm at right now those might just have to be little day car trips for me because i'm gonna have to build up some finances before i get going i kind of had a little too much fun and <laughs> So I'm just excited and I'm like, yeah, let's do this and let's do that. So I gotta, yeah, I that's the only unfortunate part. I haven't, I, that, that's my next goal. Let's put it that way. And that, that's my next step is making sure I have a job that still, that still doesn't anchor me down. So I'm hoping with this thumb that one, I, it'll anchor me down from time to time. Like I'm sure I'll be posted up in one, in one post for I would say at least six months at a time. So that's kind of, but the pay and the benefits, you kind of got to, it's one of them deals, but I would love, my dream next is to find something where I can truly travel full time. And right. yeah, that, that would be a muscle. That would be amazingly <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that would be it. That one might be a little bit more difficult, but I'm still taking it for what it is and I'm going to enjoy what I get. Right. I know. I mean, you know, just, just look at you now, you know, and I mean, look at yourself 10 years ago. I mean, look how far you've come. I mean, shoot, you know, I could see you, you know, finding something to, you know, make this dream come true, like in a year or less, you know, I mean, I, it'll happen. It'll happen. So, so hopefully it will. Right. On that one. <laughs> right. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, Jesse, it's definitely been a pleasure talking with you today and getting to know you. And <laughs> thank you so much. I'm shocked that I even did this. I've been asked, I've been asked a couple of times, and I keep turning people down or kind of pushing them away because I get nervous on camera. But 
Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. It's been wonderful. And just thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, it's just, oh my gosh. <laughs> sometimes I just get all giggity and, you know, get the chills talking to people sometimes too. Because, you know, my, my whole goal is, you know, with the whole podcast thing, I was just like, you know, it, it's not about me, you know, it's about other women in, you know, not just the kayak fishing world, but just in general, you know, like, look at all the awesome things that we can do, you know, and I mean, like, look at you. We can do it. Anybody can do it. Right, exactly. And, you know, and it also just goes to show, too, you know, that the community that we have in, you know, the kayak fishing world is just unbelievably awesome. You know, I mean, even though it, it feels like there's been some hardships going on this year with everything that's happened and whatnot, but, you know, deep down at that foundation, you know, we're still a big family and we're still here to support each other. And that's that's what matters most. Absolutely. That is what matters Yep. But uh, yeah, I know you also got an Instagram, right? Real in Rome. Real in Rome. Yep. So yep. If you, yes, of course, a fishing reel. You got to spell that one right. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, if you want to give her a follow on Instagram, Real in Rome, and then just find her on Facebook. Uh, just look up uh, Jesse Mitchell and you can follow all of her uh, bus adventures on there. Otherwise, uh, I believe that's all we've got for today, folks. So uh, we'll see you guys next time and see you on the next adventure. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, in Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle in Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, in Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle in Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle and Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.